0: What's up, Goal Getters? Maggie with The Sweat Life here. This week, I chatted with Mason Levy, who is the co-founder of Wave Meditation, as well as the co-founder of Y7 Yoga. Uh, now he sits on the board with Y7 Studio, which is a music-driven hot yoga concept that was based in Brooklyn and is now all over the country. Um, but he is the co-founder of Wave Meditation, which is what we talked a lot about during this episode. So you're going to hear us talk a little bit about his journey to starting Y7 and where uh, sort of the wellness industry was at that point in time and the inflection point that we're at now with meditation. You'll hear Mason kind of talk about how slowly but surely people are catching on that meditation has incredible benefits, but he realized that still people didn't like crave to do it. And that's his big goal is to make meditation not just something You might want to try, but something that you have to do. And the way he's doing that is with Wave. You'll see that there's a lot that went into this um, meditation app and that right from the moment that you open up the whole package that you get for your at-home experience, the headphones, the bolster, and then all the way to the perfectly created and crafted playlists of music that you can listen to, uh, he's thought of it all. And so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode as well as kind of hear the journey that he's been on in terms of his personal meditation practice, what his big goals are for the future, and maybe what we might be able to see from Wave if this business keeps growing the way that it started. This is my interview with Mason Levy. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, I said I'd be on a Hey, everybody. uh, Maggie with A Sweat Life here. I am chatting with Mason Levy today. Mason is the founder and CEO of Wave Meditation App, as well as the co-founder of Y7 Yoga. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Mason.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
0: So you recently just launched this this new business, which has really blown up all of my social media channels. I see it everywhere now. So congrats on (laughs) launching the Wave Meditation App.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: I'd love to hear from you, first and foremost, kind of how this idea came about because we talk about meditation all the time, but this specific um, endeavor is different and it's it's really interesting. So I do want to dive deeper into what exactly the components are of it, but just where did the, the impetus start for this idea to start WAVE?
1: Yeah, so... um Kind of all started when I was helping to build a Y7 studio, the yoga studio with my wife, Sarah. Um, And so one of the things I really loved at Y7 was this idea of using music to get people um, excited and willing to try yoga. Um, And what we found is that we always tell people we get them there with Beyonce and then they'd realize like, oh, my gosh, like there's all these benefits to yoga. It's not just you know all these misconceptions I had are out the window, and like I actually love yoga and I want to do teacher trainings and retreats. And so I love this idea of like using music as the gateway um, to do to to get people into mindfulness. Um, and I was just thinking, like, you know, is there a way that we could do that that I could help bring that to the world in like a much bigger more scalable, faster way to reach a lot more people. And and Y7 is awesome. We're continually continuing to grow. And it's very much a, a brick and mortar business where we create this like physical yoga experience. And so um, we can, we're going to continue to open locations. And, but we, at the same time, we can only open so many so fast. And so I was thinking about like, is there a way to bring, to use music, to bring mindfulness to more people um, more quickly? And then at the same time, um, about a year and a half ago, I was trying to have, you know, I had a yoga practice with Y7, um, but I wanted a, a meditation practice that I could have at home, that I could have if I need to take a break at the office, that I could have while I travel. Um, and I sort of just started trying a lot of different meditation experiences. Um, and I just thought, man, there's a real, uh, it's very similar to how we saw the the yoga market five or six years ago is like a lot of growth, a lot of interest, but, um, all the brands, all the experiences kind of sit in, in one bucket. Um, and I felt like, wow, we're at the same place with like meditation where there's a lot of offerings, a lot of interest, but, um, all the brands, all the content, uh, all the experiences kind of sit in this one bucket or this one framework. And it's like, could I bring something to the market? where like I would actually enjoy meditation, look forward to it, um, and get really excited about it and and just kind of break a lot of the misconceptions that people have, um, similar to what we did with yoga.
0: And then, so ultimately, what you and your co-founder decided to do was to create basically an at-home meditation experience that allows you to immerse yourself like you would if you were going to a studio.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. I mean, especially if you were going to a studio and like uh, participating in a sound bath um, where you're like feeling the, the gongs and the instruments in your body um you're feeling the music in your body. Um, so what we created is wave is a um, it's a fully immersive at home meditation experience. And we created a cushion that enables you to feel the beat of the music through vibration in your body. So what you do is you put on the, the headphones, um, which like kind of help you tune out all the distractions and you lay, you either lay on the, on the cushion we created or you put it in a chair and sit against it. Um, and then you open the wave app and um, all of our contents, hundred percent original. We create it specifically for our experience. And so you choose a track and what you do is you, you hear it in your ears and you feel the track in your body. And so What that does is it creates this like really immersive experience that allows you to stay really present, be like really in the moment. um, And you're not distracted by anything else that's going on. Like you're feeling this beat of the music in your body. You're hearing the guided meditation with music in your ears, and you're just fully immersed in this meditation experience and just keeping you present. And um, it's kind of like a whole new way to, to practice meditation.
0: Yeah, I think that that was super interesting for me to see because obviously when you kind of see something new that's out on the market, you look at it and you think like, you know, how is this different than uh, the a previous app that I've tried and when you see that it's an app, you think how can it be so different? But the fact that you've implemented different kinds of hardware for lack of a better word, but headphones and a cushion, a bolster, that that isn't something I've seen anywhere. So uh, I'd love to know sort of like how you came to the conclusion that we need to create original content and like the original albums have people creating music specifically for these feelings and different um, pieces of hardware to add to this experience.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So um, similar to yoga, to what we do in in yoga with Y7 is like, I really love, I love building brands, but also love building like, Next level experiences. So I I want to create something that's super impactful, that is really enjoyable, that you want to tell your friends about. Um, and so if you look at the market today and the offerings around meditation, a lot of them just feel like music is usually an afterthought, or it's something that was licensed. Um, a lot of it is just like a guided voice, kind of guiding you in silence, and and can feel can feel kind of sterile, kind of kind of like a lecture. Um, And so it goes back to just thinking about, you know, how can I I know music is a gateway to get people into mindfulness. So um, going back to that, it was like, how can we create amazing music that is modern um, and relatable, and use that as a gateway to get people excited about meditation? And then how can we make the experience like, really benefit the practice of meditation? And so I had tried different things like there's technology where you can like feel the music when you're playing video games or when you're like doing virtual reality stuff. And, but no one's really applying it to the, to the wellness space. Um, and at the same time, I was also looking at like vibroacoustic therapy and, and some fun stuff. And so really it all came together by just wanting to create an immersive experience, wanting to use music um, as like a key driver and wanting to build something first and foremost for myself, where I feel like I'm the millennial consumer who like grew up on hip hop and hmm. wants to like listen to music all the time as like a huge source of inspiration and wanted something more immersive than just a lecture or someone talking at me. Um, and then the the reason why we create our own content is because um, it just, makes the experience so much better. So if we had just licensed content um, that wasn't specific to the physical experience we created, it just wouldn't have the same, same effect. So we really wanted to create this like full experience, top to bottom as well done as possible to give people like the most amazing experience.
0: Mm -hmm. And well, what's so interesting too, is that you now have worked on two, very big businesses' names in the wellness industry. Like I think Y7 Studio is one of the most well-known yoga studios in the country now, and it's expanding very rapidly. And with the kind of foresight that you had at the same point, inflection point where Y7 started, now we're at that inflection point for meditation. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. it's becoming more mainstream. It's really interesting to kind of hear your perspective on where the industry is and where it's going. And since you've been in it for years and years now, where do you see the meditation space going from now and beyond in the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Well, I think with, one of the things that's interesting with yoga and meditation that I very much believe is it's not uh, one Type of practice wins all in the business world it's not like you know they'd say it's like not a winner take all so in the yoga world you have um people who practice yoga in like so many different like people just categorize yoga as one thing but it's actually like a bajillion different types of yoga so there's like kundalini and ashtanga and um bikram and you know just all sorts of different formats of yoga and then also in meditation it's the same way and so I believe that people want to experience uh, yoga and meditation um, in different formats. And for some people, it's like, okay, I could go to Y7 and use Wave, and that will be my, that's like what I do 100% of the time. But then we have some people who uh, maybe come to Y7 a couple times a week, and then they're going to a more traditional yoga studio to get like a very serious um, workshop under their belt um, or take a class that's like totally different vibe. And so, I I think that the future of yoga and meditation is definitely a lot of different styles, a lot of different choices. Um, And I think, you know, particularly with meditation, I think um, we're going to continue to see this uh, like evolution. So, you know, you have like the beginning of meditation where you think about like it being as traditional as possible with no technology or anything at all. And then you sort of have like studios coming into the mix and then you eventually have like apps that are like, um, using tech, but it's very much just a replication of like a guided meditation. Um, and then you have this next evolution, which, you know, we think about as wave, which is like, um, using technology, um, to really enhance and and make the experience more immersive and, and better. Um, so, I think we're gonna consider continue to see this evolution for sure um of like different offerings and people practicing um both yoga and meditation in different ways and i think that is the, both of them are just going to continue to uh become more important and more impactful um i definitely don't see either of them like trending trending down
0: mm-hmm. and do you have a regular meditation and or yoga practice yourself?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I go to Y7 a couple times a week. Um, I've gone through phases where I go every single day. I've gone through phases where I take a break. Um, but yeah, I go to Y7 a couple times, a couple times a week. Um, and then wave, I try and do um, every day, I try and do a 10 minute uh, meditation every day.
0: And in terms of from like the business side of things, I'm sure it is, uh, you know, wildly busy and, and stressful. And so how do you balance kind of you know, the natural stressors of the workday and how do you use those wellness practices to, to kind of help balance you out?
1: Oh, it's, it's so helpful. I mean, um, especially like, for me, yoga is a little bit more of a physical thing and meditation is more of a, a mind thing. Um, um, you know, like working on my mind versus working on my body. And that's one of the things that got us really excited about WAVE is like, find so many people are investing in their bodies, like they're eating healthy and they're trying to work out and they're so focused on their bodies, but they value their minds equally, if not more. Um, but they do n- not nearly, um, are they investing in their minds? And I think I find that um, I always tell people that meditation uh, gives me time to reflect. When I have time to reflect, um, I have a better perspective on things. And when I have a better perspective, I can make uh, much better choices when I make better choices, I'm creating like positive change or like making waves um, in my life and and with the people around me. And so I think that you know everyone's swamped. Everyone has a bajillion things to do. But I think meditation in particular really gives you the opportunity to like uh, step back or, or take a second and pause when like high intensity situations are happening, and really just come from a place of calmness and like thinking things through and just gives you that like extra perspective, that extra edge. Whereas before I had a meditation practice, like I would know that as things would uh, uh, like get stressed out and get busy, I might make more like knee jerk decisions or, or may not do things as tactfully as I would like, or just not be the best version of myself. And so I think, um, you know, meditation has a huge benefit in that regard.
0: I feel like you maybe just answered the question I was just about to ask, which is how has or how maybe does meditation and the the practice of being there for yourself, first and foremost, influence the way that you feel about like the goals that you set and the things you want to achieve? Because I think it can feel almost contradictory to have businesses that you have certain goals for that are either monetarily driven or, you know, reach driven and having to, you know, set those milestones for yourself, but also give yourself the grace to step back and to be present and to be, you know, with your thoughts and not necessarily need to uh, like check off the boxes of completing X, Y, and Z. It can feel like a juxtaposition that is a little difficult to balance. So how do you kind of work with both of those feelings?
1: Yeah, it's it's really good. I think it, it's kind of like yin and yang. It's kind of amazing like you I guess when you're setting goals and you're trying to achieve things and you're very much like focused on execution, getting stuff done, moving the ball forward, like that is great, but I feel like if you're just doing that 100% of the time and you're not counterbalancing that with like taking the time to step back, reflect, gain perspective, um then you're not balanced. You're. I feel like you're doing a disservice to your mind because you're just running at like 100 miles an hour. Um, but I also feel like you're not getting. The- I actually feel like you will achieve your goals faster. You will achieve more than you expected if you do actually take the time to step back and re- even though it feels like running 100 miles an hour is the best thing to do to get things done, I actually do feel like you. You know, you you will gain. Um, more if you take time to just like step back, process, and re- and reflect as you're going through that process of trying to achieve your goals.
0: Mm-hmm. And in this process of you kind of learning that for yourself, do you have an example of a, of a goal that you've accomplished that maybe was because you were able to take a step back and see a different perspective or just something that you're really proud to say out loud that you have accomplished?
1: Um, I don't know if, I mean, this is a big one, but I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily just from being able to step back. Um, But I think like uh, I always wanted, like growing up, I was always like, I would always read the Inc. 500 magazine and see like these really cool, innovative, fast companies um, out there in the world making a difference, growing quickly. And so um, I always wanted to build a company that would be on the Inc. 500. And then in 2018, we were on the Ink 500 and then Sarah, my wife, was on the cover of the Ink 500 list. So that was just like an amazing goal that I've always wanted that um, came true in a bigger way than I had ever imagined.
0: Oh, wow. That's huge. That's incredible. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, how do you guys balance both working on separate now businesses and also still working together?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a really... Um, it's actually a really great balance. Um, I think that both Wave and Y7 are very complementary. They offer very different things. Um, one's, you know, an at-home experience that you do really to work on your mind. And another one is um, an in-person kind of more physical experience. Um, so I think they really complement each other. Um, and then I'm on the board and I'm a shareholder of, of Y7. So um, I get to work with Sarah, but more in a um, higher level Fashion, so very much less day to day. There was a, there was definitely a time when I was um, calling the handyman and building out studios, and, and Sarah and I were like in it every day together. Um, but now she's taken over CEO, and we have a whole corporate team at Y Seven. So I, I mainly help with much bigger uh, bigger ticket items that you know we're thinking about new markets and new brand campaigns and, and sort of that stuff at the board level. Um, and then Sarah's really helpful with Wave. I mean, she's just, uh, she provides a, t- a totally different perspective than I have and challenges me when I'm thinking too, cre- maybe too creatively or not grounded. <laughs> um, and she's just a great counterbalance to, to what we're building at Wave. And um, so it's a really nice balance right now, us being able to work on two different companies, but in the same space and get to go to like events and see same people but represent you know two different companies and all sorts of fun stuff so it's yeah it's great
0: yeah and I mean as you said they're they're complementary. do you see the two kind of collaborating together at any point in time
1: yeah for sure um I think we're you know we're trying to brainstorm and think about and, and we'll definitely roll some stuff out but it's just got to be really uh a a win-win for both companies so y 7s a place where people are you know it's it's pretty um volume based you have a lot of people coming in getting into class taking class <laughs> leaving class very sweaty mm-hmm. um, so we wouldn't just like plug the uh, wave of experience into the Y7 studios is just like not a natural fit. But maybe there's a world where we co-create content. Maybe there's a world where we um, host events together. Um, we have some ideas brewing on on really what makes sense, but we just want it to make sense for both companies and also really make sense for for the end user for for what they're getting out of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when when you look to the future of what you want to do whether it's with Wave or beyond or including Wave but with something else involved, what what's a big goal that you have on the horizon?
1: Yeah, so so one big goal with Wave right now is our whole thing is like how do we make how do we break meditation mainstream? How do we make meditation more culturally relevant? How do we get the misconceptions away from people's head that Meditation has to be done in silence, that it has to be done sitting in a s- certain position, um, that it's that it's, um, you know, very granola or spiritual. <laughs> like, how do we break all of that? And so one of the things that we have in mind that's a big goal for us is can we bring in a big artist, um, a musician, maybe a Diplo or a Pharrell or um, someone with, you know, substantial um, influence and in culture? Um, but also is a musician and creates music and um, whether that's like singing and, and rapping or whether that's like actually playing music and creating music from scratch. But how do we bring in someone of influence to potentially collaborate on content with us, which we put out on the wave app and see how does that affect uh, the view of meditation culture, like, does that get hundreds of thousands, potentially, of more people willing to try meditation because someone of influence is creating part of the content? So that's something really interesting um, that we kind of have top of mind, and that's a big goal. Is like, who is the right person, and and how does that collaboration come to life, and and what sort of effect does it have?
0: Yeah, you bring up an interesting point too, in that I think when we look at like the history or the the future of where meditation is going and the the fact that it is more mainstream and exactly what uh, Y7 has tapped into. And now wave is doing is like the integration with culture and other elements of culture with this element of wellness. So I'm seeing so much more collaboration already with like yoga and live music with DJs and with like the sound sound off headphones where you do yoga, like on rooftop experiences and just like the way that it's become an event for, for companies and event for friends and ways to almost do like alternate happy hours to get to know each other over fitness and wellness rather than just at a bar like you're seeing it everywhere you go so it's only I think a matter of time as you're saying until you can make meditation the source that everyone gathers around
1: yeah totally yeah, it was just like a huge opportunity. And it's just it's just about breaking those misconceptions and breaking those barriers and, and getting people to try it and then getting people to be like, whoa, like I tried one track and it was with like, you know, I, I listened to a meditation track by Diplo and Wave or whatever. I'm just making this up. But like, and then I realized like, wow, like my mind feels good. I, that was really refreshing. Like I could see this being a practice that I do every day. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where we get really excited is like. Now, can we can we help people build that?
0: Right. Well, I mean, when Diplo listens to this, he'll obviously reach out to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so you mentioned breaking down the barriers for people trying WAVE. What has been a barrier or some barriers to launching the business or to really getting it out there for people to find?
1: So one of the biggest barriers we have is um, getting people to experience WAVE um, it's such a, it's such a thing where until you lay down on the cushion and put on the headphones and settle in and choose a track and, um, really get into the immersiveness of the experience, it's hard to explain. It's hard to tell people about, it's hard to envision. Um, and so one of the things we're trying to crack now is like, how do we get as many people try and wave in the real world, um, as possible and do it in a format that's, scalable and affordable for us and but try and get it like as many people trying it. And I think that's really one of our biggest challenges and um you know we're good, we have a bunch of updates coming to our website to make it a lot more uh user-friendly and a lot more easy to understand how it works and and why it's um uh beneficial um but I think yeah that's that's the biggest challenge we have right now is like going from like oh this is cool and interesting to like actually trying it and realizing how immersive and how great the the actual experience is.
0: It's kind of like a similar problem that a lot of, like, I think companies have when they want employees to be happy and they want to implement employee wellness programs, but they're not necessarily, uh, they don't know how to quantify it. It's like, how do you know how good a program is for wellness if you're metrics are just like happiness and overall well-being like how do you quantify that but that's something that a lot of companies now are looking into and a lot of businesses and apps and other you know tech businesses are circling around because this idea of wellness is so pervasive
1: oh yeah definitely definitely agree I think the corporate wellness stuff is really interesting and I think I don't think it's been cracked yet I mean I've seen I guess over the past like seven years, a lot of different things like you know companies giving out uh, ability to go take classes on ClassPass or bringing in experts once a week or having things on site that are always available. Or uh, man, it's just like it's a uh, it's very interesting space that we're really definitely keeping an eye on. I think our our main. Focus right now is like helping people build an at-home meditation practice and not mm-hmm. necessarily an in-office meditation practice. But I think that the corporate wellness and and companies and what role the company plays, um, I think that's kind of going through a massive shift. and And it's really hard, to, as you mentioned, like to figure out what's working, what's not working, how do we get people engaged, how do we score if people are actually feeling better and it's helping them. I mean, it's just such a it's such a big undertaking, but um, I think we're going to continue to see a lot of innovation in that space. Right. And
0: then similarly in the in the individual uh, practice kind of side of things, how do you quantify feeling better? It's like it's consistency. And if over time people that use Wave or meditate on their own consistently over time feel better, they know they feel better, but they may not necessarily be able to point blank say like, I felt X way six months ago and I feel Y way now.
1: Yeah. It's it's so funny. You hit it head on. I mean, we talk about that with wave all the time because, um, well, when, when you talk about your like working on your physical body, it's like, okay, I lost, uh, I lost 10 pounds. My body fat went down by 3%. Like you're measuring like you can measure like actual things. Um, whereas like with your, when you're talking about investing in your mind, which is like what we're all about at is like, using your mind to maximum potential investing in it. It's like, well, how do you track if you're actually feeling better, if you're actually, um, improving, if you're, you're doing more than you thought you could, um, if you're using your mind more, you know, like it's a really hard thing to gauge. I think for us, we're, we're still at the starting point where, um, like we, we want to make this big shift where can we make investing in your mind or meditating. Uh, meditating is one avenue, but investing in your mind, something you look forward to that you want to do. So like you want to come home from work, hop on the wave cushion, maybe you play more than one track, like you're excited about it. Whereas like we found a lot of people with meditation right now view it as a chore or view it as something like I'm not good at Mm -hmm. it or like I can't sit in silence or I don't know if I'm doing it right. Um, And it feels like medicine to have to do it. So I think that the first shift is just like, can we make it something that you want to do? And then the next thing is like, is it, is this really helping your mind? And how are we going to track that? How are we going to figure out how much improvement and, and maybe it's not a numbers thing. Maybe it's just like, man, I feel better. I'm making better choices. I have a clearer mind I'm 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 creating the positive change I want in my life. And and maybe it's, that's enough.
0: Right. And I love what you said to at, at the very start of this podcast and that, you know, there's so many types of yoga, there's so many types of meditation and you may not cater to everybody, but if it gets one more person to tune in and to listen to their breath for five to 10 minutes, that's a win. And then you never know what that can lead to. It always is a, a gateway, a door opener.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, so yeah, so we don't look at a lot of other things like I know in some other, like a lot of other businesses, you're like so focused on competition. We don't really look at it as competition. I mean like 86% of Americans don't actively meditate. So there's plenty, like there's plenty of room to just help get more people trying and, and get more people meditating.
0: So how can people find WAVE?
1: So right now, the the uh, main way to find us is at wavemeditation.com, just on our website. We have some uh, information and uh, videos and stuff on our website. And then uh, in the next three to six months, we're going to be rolling out different activations where you'll be able to try wave um, at, at some of our showrooms and, and activations. Um, so we'll be sharing that as well. Um, and then, um, yeah, the, and then following us on Instagram is like a place where we're kind of focusing on putting out some cool, interesting content for your mind.
0: And I know you can listen to some preview tracks for the different types of meditation, uh, intentions that you offer on your website as well. So we can get a little taste of it before yep. we try the real thing. Awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me on the, we got goals podcast, Mason. It was so great talking to you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great to be on and uh, very excited about everyone getting to hear this.
0: Absolutely. Thanks again. This podcast is a sweatlife.com production and it's another thing that's better with friends. So please share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and if you have a chance to leave us a rating or a review while you're there, we would truly appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music, to our guests this week, Mason Levy. Thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing, and the biggest thanks of all to you, our listeners.